ready for more truth bombs? We created Let's Be Honest to bring you raw, compelling insight, all taken from the Sage Sound Advice podcast. And this one's a cracker. Saha Hashimi, the woman who turned a nation of tea drinkers into coffee fanatics all those years ago with Coffee Republic, tells us how no fewer than 19 bank managers rejected her idea. I really hope this snippet inspires you. When you know in your bones that your idea is sound, never take no for an answer. And if you enjoy this mini-sode, check out the full interview with Saha. She's episode six of Sound Advice. Get year one in business right. To make sure you never miss Let's Be Honest, subscribe to Sound Advice on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy. I mean, well, basically, when we did the business plan, we calculated we needed about 90 grand to open the first store. And um, the question is, you know, where do you find 90 grand from? Um, my brother was a banker in his job, and I thought he could raise money, but he had no idea how to raise 90 grand. And my sort of bankers didn't really raise that sort of money. And I remember um, we went off, actually, to Waterstones, um, had just opened in um, Piccadilly, and it was like this amazing store. And I remember it had a small business section, and I remember the small business section was actually right below. So I had to actually get on my knees on the carpeted, on the red carpet waterstones, I remember, to find the small business section. because it was also, And there was just this one book in this tiny little shelf. And now when you think how enormous those business sections are, there was literally, like on my knees, I found this book called the Lloyd's TSP, How to Start a Small Business Guide. Um, I've still got, I've still got it actually um, sitting in my library. It's very old leaf through copy. But I just remember it, it had this in sort of sections and it was how to raise money. And I opened it thinking, you know, my God, this guide, how to raise money. And it was just like one sentence, sort of go to a bank, <laughs> what, go to a bank, like as simple as that. Um, but it was as simple as that. And I just remember, um, you know, we called up a bunch of banks, called up my own bank manager at Lloyd's, but there was not much goodwill there kind of for my overdraft. So kind of, he wasn't going to help. So we just started randomly calling bank managers to see who would give us a loan. I mean, it was just literally going through um, the yellow pages and calling bank man. We'd speak to whoever would pick up the phone. I mean, did this was a level, you know, when I, if someone didn't pick up the phone, we didn't bother leave a message, just safety and numbers. We just called up so many and we ended up calling 40 uh, bank managers. And of those, we got interviews with, um, uh, 26 bank managers and so we got interviews with 20 bank managers and um and that that was how it went so we, we called 40 got 20 interviews and the first 19 bank managers were terrible and said to us that this idea is crazy and you know we're a nation of tea drinkers and why would on earth would you bring coffee to nature tea drinkers and they said, they sort of looked at our sort of draft menu and they were like, God, these fancy coffee names, you know, people are going to hate it. They were like, this is so American. People are never going to call something like a skinny latte or, a, you know, kind of backyard or something like that. And they were literally, um, and it was so awful leaving um, and just thinking, oh my God, like, I just remember like just driving back. And um, I just remember being so disillusioned. Uh, but somehow, you know, kind of, I believe eventually the persistence test the 20th bank manager said yes to us and said he'll give us the loan. Um, and we couldn't believe it. And we got the loan guaranteed under the small firms loan guarantee scheme, which is now sort of the enterprise uh, finance grant. So, um, you know, the sort of because we had nothing to put up against security for the 90 grand bank loan, 
um, thank God the government scheme um, helped guarantee that bank loan. And that's how we got, got, got the bank loan. And that's how we got going. How did you get over all those no's, though? Because ha- after the first 10, I mean, how did you keep dragging yourself to another meeting and keep kind of building yourself back up when people were just trying to tear you down the whole time? You've got to believe in the idea yourself. Now, um, be, because you've got to have persuaded yourself that this this is brilliant. Now, um, there's as well, one mustn't overstate that because I, we did not go around thinking, oh, this is a brilliant business idea. and This is going to be big. There was just somehow, there was just this feeling of, um, uh, you know, there was just sort of somehow this feeling of they haven't actually had, they haven't been to New York, they haven't seen those coffee bars, they haven't seen that wonderful buzz of the coffee bars. They probably don't even drink coffee. So, and they've had one minute to listen to my presentation. They've probably had a bad day. You know, this is my idea and they haven't really thought about it and they're just saying something. So, you know, they haven't really know as much as as we do about it. So, that sort of got us going. and um, But in a way, I think persistence is something that we've all got to learn. And um, I had learned about persistence from my parents. You know, they'd always told me that you're not going to get a yes the first time round. You know, even when I got a job in a law firm, I was rejected by the same company three times until they were... So I was sort of used to persistence. And I think, um, you know, that's when I suppose sort of some hab- you know habits right up to that come up that you know, if you expect to get a yes and to ask people to validate your idea, you're going to be really in trouble. And the whole sort of thing is you everyone's going to be against you and it's okay to get a no. So, you know, I had that mindset, I suppose, of it's okay. It's just, it's normal. People you say no, but you've got to be persistent until you get the yes. So I, I, I think it's something that, you know, if you understand that all great ideas, everything you want to do, will be met with rejection. You almost expect rejection rather than see it as, as something. And, you know, I come across so many entrepreneurs now who, um, you know, as soon as they've got a great idea, they go around excited, telling other people about it. And those people are just absolute balloon poppers. And then they just give up just because someone else was, you know, rolled their eyes when you said something. And that happens so often. And that's why I always say, keep it quiet yourself. So you really, you know, develop the kind of muscle and the persistence because, you know, everyone's going to kind of pour cold water over your idea and kind of denigrate it when you say it. It's just, it's just normal human reaction. So that's why you mustn't share your idea with many people because they can so put you off so massively from a brilliant idea you've got. You can listen to the rest of this brilliant episode in full by subscribing to Sound Advice on Apple iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's be honest, who wouldn't?